So it's me again. I thought I'd uh, drop you a line. And I'm continuing on with my little baby podcast on preparing for an event. Now, this is specifically from a walking point of view. But if you're a runner, then great. Most of them are for runners as well. But this specific podcast is not about runners, as I see one running towards me down the field here. Because I don't have that uh, training plan or those running thoughts in my head. It's all about walking for me as I'm walking through the most amazing wheat field around, I think, probably in the whole wide world. It goes on for a long way. And it's beautiful. And it's the summer solstice today. However, it's really not very nice weather here in the UK. I was thinking, oh, there'll be loads of people out, the sun will be shining, the birds will be singing, I will be going up the top of Ivinghoe Beacon, feeling all full and puffed up as everybody's up there taking picnics and pictures. No, it's actually raining, albeit kind of in the air, which is nice because it's quite refreshing. But uh, no, there is no sun for me this evening. However long this day should go on for frankly but I thought you know what I said to myself I was going to do it so I've done it I'm out here and I'm kind of thinking I might do around about 20k now the clock is ticking I have three days shy of three weeks left before the race to the stones and obviously the last week as I mentioned it's kind of a wind down week it's, I think, more panicky than the rest because you're thinking, oh, okay, what did I do with those toe socks? So it's a bit of a give yourself space, go for a few strolls, and in the meantime, get it done. And as I'm walking along here across this field, my train is getting full of mud. <laughs> my, my feet are getting heavier and heavier. I look like a scarecrow with the bits of, uh, you know, straw hanging out, but they're hanging out from under my feet instead of under my trousers, if you know what I mean. Anyhow, so last time I talked about how much training I'd done and as I kind of signed off, I thought, oh, that sounds very elitist. That sounds like, well, it's okay for her. She's been doing all this walking. What about if it's, this is our first time and we haven't really been doing anything and uh, we want to crack Kaz, your big show off. And I thought, no, that's not good. So I wanted to address that in today's one and uh, talk about how anyone can do it anyone can do one well I say anyone obviously you have to have uh, some kind of ability to be able to walk that distance with training that's all I'll say so let's talk about that training and if you're starting from scratch you might be feeling fairly daunted by the prospects of walking well, even 10k, let alone 25 or 50. Now, most of these events, uh, you can opt for 25, 50 or 100. Some, they don't do 25, some, they do 75. It really does depend on the route. So have a look on the Ultra Challenge website, which is the one I tend to go to. Although this one I'm training for, is a race to the stones. So you're starting from scratch, And uh, you're thinking, oh, crikey, where on earth do I start? I went for a two-mile walk the other day, Kaz, and I really, really ache. Well, that's fine, because you have to start somewhere. 
So what I would suggest you do is when you just sign up, actually, is what I suggest you do. Because when you do sign up, you have access to a training plan that's devised by uh, a selected person trainer for the event. And it's all written out in tables for you. So all you have to do is download that training plan, look at it and go, oh my gosh, I'm never going to do that. And then go, hang on a minute, that's way down the line. Let's start at the beginning. You can't eat the elephant all at once. Let's start with a little bit at a time. And you can literally stick that training plan to your board, to your door, whatever, and follow it. And as I said last time, consistency is key. So just write in really big letters, wherever you can, on your wallpaper, across your mirror and lipstick, or whatever, or wherever, should I say. Consistency is key. If you've got one of those light boxes, which everybody seems to have these days, chuck it in there. Everywhere you look, consistency is key. Have little reminders on your phone. You need to walk today. You need to walk today. And just keep doing it. And you'll be surprised that once you start doing it, it just kind of becomes part of you. It's a bit like anything, really. It's a bit like if you change your diet or, um, I don't know, if you started going to the pub every day, you'd get acclimatised to that, wouldn't you? So, anything you get used to and you will get used to the walking as well i remember the first time i did an event with a lovely little group of ladies and i remember the first time i walked 10 miles oh my crikey after that whew, that uh, smarted a bit and i thought oh dear and then we went on to do the event and uh, we didn't do huge amounts of training at all but we made it, we got to the end, we were a key. And actually once we sat down, we couldn't get up. But that's the whole point. And then you realize how much you need to train for the next one. You're already trained, so if you carry on from that point, give yourself a week off. But if you carried on from that point, being consistent, even if you dialed it back for six months, just drip feeding your body with these walks, you'll find that you can do it. And I really do believe that, really do. So many people say, oh, you're mad, I couldn't do what you do. You could, you actually could. It's whether you want to for a start, that's fair enough. If you don't want to, don't do it. But if you're thinking, oh, that would be good. That would be really nice. I don't have the time, I don't have this. That's what often happens is, me too, is you think, I don't have much time, I can't do this. But you don't have to go out for hours and hours and end. Okay, today's a long one. But you can go out for half an hour every day. You could go out for an hour every other day. You could go out for three hours once a week, you know. Uh, Once you follow the plan, you'll see that it's split up into days. So that becomes a bit more structured and you do pretty much walk every day. There's usually a rest day chucked in the week there. But, you know, when you're starting out, if you just want to get your legs in and start to build up those glutes, that backside, obviously, and your thigh muscles and quads, those big ones at the front of your legs, is what you need to power up those hills, then you'll find that just going out consistently every day every other day once a week whatever suits you really you'll get there so a bit of an encouragement chat today to uh, introduce the solstice on this grey day and to say that uh, this is a really good idea to pick a day and say right that day is for this or the reason I'm doing this walk is because 
that's happening or I'm going to just squeeze it in before I go out for lunch with my family I'm going to go out for an hour or whatever if you have the ability to be able to do that so just kind of pick times that are possible and I would say plan in advance if you can this doesn't always happen with me I generally tend to chuck myself out whenever I can however there are some I plan I plan today I didn't plan the route I would have planned the route if I was going to someone else but I'm on my own so I kind of think as I'm walking out where am I going to go where am I going to start and then I map it in my mind but obviously that takes time as well to know your routes and uh, that brings me on to route planning now I'm really fortunate where I live because there are miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of footpaths and greenery pretty much outside my front door but if you haven't got that then walking on tarmac is exactly the same type of training and uh, even better if you can go up a hill and if you tap into sport walk on youtube just type in sport walk it will come up it's got a nice little yellow swirly round logo and uh, that channel is run by roger berlinson and he has done a really good one recently on walking on tarmac and the benefits of just strolling out your front door around the roads especially if it's muddy or wet i mean during the winter if you're training for something coming up in the spring it can be pretty much well hellish the mud out there and it can get really tedious i mean i walk in anything but you know what after a couple of months of mud you've had it there's nothing wrong with walking around the roads if you do have some amazing pathways near you all i'll say go out and explore just go out and explore that's all you can do in lockdown it was brilliant because i was going out just saying, i wonder where this path leads and had my uh, my app that i would use just to check i was going in the right direction some kind of way towards being back home because you can end up miles away and then not be able to get back uh you have to phone somebody to come pick you up so just keep an eye on the direction and where you are and there's lots and lots of apps out there oh so many if you just put in walking app they'll just come up and you can download them uh there's one called walk actually which is really good there's one called oh, what is it called it's got a foot on it <laughs> like a footprint um that might be that one actually anyway have a look have a look i might mention it. i might just mention these see i didn't didn't know where this podcast was going to go so i'm going to do that i'm going to make a note of all the apps that i use and we'll do that another time but for now get out walking do as much as you can try and plan your week or just get out every day and consistency is key in any weather okay so just to add on to that one i wanted to go through the training plan just an overall kind of top level view just so that you can understand what you'll go through if you sign up for one of these weekend walks now this one is a weekend walk saturday and sunday 50k on each day adding up to 100 kilometers okay so overall you want to think consistency which is what i've talked about you want to make sure you rest so that you can build your muscles make yourself stronger after that muscle's broken down you need to have the rest to be able to build them back up and um, really have a think about your psychological way of dealing with all of this so if you can add on another kilometer or two even when you don't want to perfect for mental resilience um did you go out in the pouring rain yeah fantastic tick really good you'll remember that on the long walk okay have the right kit we're going to talk all about that in another one and and as i said always go out even if it's gloomy cloudy rainy potentially threat of rain we live in england uh well i do um and, and all over the uk is pretty unpredictable if you live in other parts of the world and it's sunny all the time fantastic but here you might as well just go out and just see what you get 
okay the only time i don't go out of this is threat of lightning really but that's it so it's all about that mental game as well now this is split into four blocks okay block one the easiest block four you're really getting into the sort of high numbers there i'm in block four at the moment but you're going to start with block one okay block one weeks one to four block two weeks five to nine block three ten to fourteen and block four, 15 to 19. Now week 20 is that rest week that I'm talking about all the time. And that's really a couple of walks of maybe four and 3K, and then the rest of it is planning and resting. Okay, so I just wanted to give you an idea of the first block, how far you need to walk, right? So this is my proof that anybody can do it. Okay, so here we go, an example. Week one, Monday, rest. Brilliant starts for training plan. First day, rest, don't do anything. Tuesday, three kilometres. Okay, now that's not even two miles. You could probably even bang that out in your lunchtime. Wednesday, rest. Thursday, rest. Friday, rest. This sounds good. Saturday, three kilometres. Sunday, two kilometres. That's it. Week one, done in the bag. Now, as you work through those weeks, weeks one to four, as you go through, I think by the end of, yeah, by the end of week four, you've added on two kilometres in total to your walks. So you'll be doing a maximum of five kilometers, all right? Three to four rest days in the week. Block two, um, gradually these distances start to increase, exactly the same. This block, there are three rest days instead of four. Similar distances all through the week, three and four kilometers, except now you're building up on one of the days to five, then the next week it's eight, and the next week it's 10, and so on. Okay, so you're kind of, moving from five kilometers to three kilometers to eight kilometers during the week. So the total amount of kilometers um, in block two that you'll do in any week, maximum is 24 kilometers in the week. Okay, that's spread over the, all of the seven days. So remember you're starting to really think about how you're eating, how you're drinking, and um, how you're sleeping as well. Just every single little bit of rest counts and you'll start to feel a bit stronger. Block three. Now this is slightly different, this block, you've got two rest days in the week and the and one of the days is for cross training. So that could be anything else, it could be a bike ride, you might wanna do some sit-ups, you might wanna do some back exercises, um, you might wanna go for a run if you're a runner as well, something else that you don't normally do with the walking. So something completely different. Two rest days, one cross training day, and again, we're into three kilometers, five kilometers. But this time, this block, we're moving up to a maximum of 13 kilometers on a day. OK, that's only one day a week, but you're moving up to about 13 kilometers. By week 13, you'll be walking uh, two days in a week at about 12 kilometers on each of those days. And three kilometers on one day, seven kilometers on another. And again, you have that rest and cross training day. So block three starts to ramp up a little bit, but by that point, you'll be ready. And at this point, you really want to be thinking about your shoes, what you're going to be wearing, because if you haven't selected them by now, they might not have been broken in enough for the actual event. So just have a think about now. What do I feel like when I go out? What feels comfortable? Now, in the winter, I tend to wear a lot of cotton bases because it's slightly cooler and I just feel like I want to be a little bit warmer. Technical wear is perfect for this kind of thing. And in the summer, I tend to wear more technical wear. That's those lightweight 
tops that wick really well so the sweat is taken away from your skin via these tops so have a think about that like what does it feel like to wear that what layers are you wearing that you feel comfortable with are you wearing too much do you often go out and get too hot are you not wearing enough are you getting too cold have a think about the temperature start monitoring what the temperatures are outside with what you actually wear uh, and then maybe even write it down. You know, on this day it was 10 degrees and this is what I wore. It's very easy to forget, especially if you're going for an event. Something clicks in your brain. You think, I need to take everything. I need to just tog up. I need to put this layer. What if I get cold? What if I get hot? So just have a little think about what you're regularly wearing for certain temperatures. So that is block number three. Block number four, which is what I'm in, 15 to 19. Again, you've got two to three rest days on this block but you also have a cross training day every other day. Okay, so for example, week 15 would be rest on one day, the next day 10K, the next day 5K, the next day cross training, next day rest, next day 10K, next day 15. That's the kind of thing you're looking at all the way through until the week that I'm sort of on at the moment, you're, you'll end up walking 25K back to back on two days. Okay, that's what you're building to. That's the final kind of maximum kilometerage that you'll be doing still with rest days um with a mind to start to wind down week 19 it take that the um distances come down a little bit so you've gone from 25 and you're back down to five kilometer five kilometer cross training rest 10k rest that's your final week of training so slightly tapering off week 20 you've tapered off you're doing two days of four kilometers and three kilometers and that's it so you need to recover well between those sessions and really now start to think about your food. Don't overdo it. Don't drink too much, if anything. Sleep well, especially during this week. And just practice perhaps a little bit more, if you haven't already at this time, eating whilst you're walking. Keeping up those calories, keeping up that energy as you're walking along. And in that block, you are pushing it a little bit. You are going out of your comfort zone because that's what you'll be doing on event day. So that's what it's all about. So there you go. There's an example of a training plan. They're all different, as I said, for each event um, and each distance. And depending on what you do, if you do 100K nonstop, totally different cat of the fish. So there's an example just to um, get it in your mind about how much you need to walk on each week and within each block.